Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I'm joined by Christian Diadamo. Christian, how's it going? Oh, how's it going, Henry? It's going great over here. Excellent. I'm also joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Henry. Long time. It's been a while, but I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. Yeah, it's been a little while. Today is August 5th, 2022. And today we're going to talk about Miss Marvel. The most recent Marvel Studios television release. This one's been out for a little while, so uh, we've had some time to process, and we're going to go into it. So let's do just that. Miss Marvel, the six-episode Disney Plus show, has completed, has released. And um, yeah, maybe we can start with expectations. You know, Miss Marvel is kind of a lesser known Marvel character, generally speaking. Um, so I think a lot of people were wondering what this show would be like. Uh, what did you guys expect before you saw a single frame of this show? What were your expectations? Um, Perferio, you want to start here? Sure. So Kamala Khan, she was... You know, when her comics first came out back in 2013, I wasn't the first one to jump in on those comics. But over time, you know, like I heard nothing but good praise about them. And then I started reading them and enjoyed the shit out of them. So like when the when this project was first announced um, a few years back, I was like over the moon, you know, this was like when they announced like a lot of projects, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. And that really caught my attention because, you know, like, like you mentioned, Henry, that Miss Marvel's like one of the newest Marvel characters, not just in the MCU, but like in Marvel comics. And so to see like this, like, you know, like, Muslim character, hero, like, that representation and just the storyline come, um, come to life, I was very excited. I didn't think this would happen so soon. Um, but, yeah, just the announcement of the, the announcement of this project, I was on board. Excellent. So you had read some Kamala Khan before you watched the show, yes? Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, how about you, Christian? What were your expectations on this one? Yeah, um, I also read some some Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, back about six, seven years ago. Got the first trade, and um, she blew up so much um in the 2010s that like she was also in a bunch of like events and like she was like kind of like the new big up and comber in marvel she made such a big splash yeah and so uh i was definitely interested to see what they they were gonna do with her um it definitely had like the i wasn't um too excited too hyped too bigly like over the moon 
Miss Marvel and for I guess the the upcoming show. But it, it definitely intrigued me. It de I was definitely like interested to see uh, how she would be brought into the MCU and how like um, they announced uh, Iman Vellani, this like really new and upcomer. How they would you know how would she do? I've never I've never heard of her. She had no IDB credits, so like oh let's see where they let's see let's see where they take this yeah cool yeah i feel like i was kind of in a similar boat to you christian there was definitely a curiosity like what is this show going to be like exactly could be really different could be really fresh and new um but yeah in terms of expectations um i hadn't read any solo kamala khan um, but like you guys are alluding to, uh, she would pop up in like other comics, right? So I read quite a bit of the Champions comics mm -hmm. and she's prominent in those. She's basically the leader of the Champions. And um, yeah, I thought she was a pretty cool character in those books. And um, yeah, it kind of set up this show well for me because in those comics, she's already established as like a superhero and and kind of more than that, a leader of a superhero team. Um, so I viewed this show as, oh, let me get to know this character from the beginning, her origin story, and see how she became to be a superhero in the first place, right? Uh, so definitely was looking forward to it. Um, you know, I wouldn't say Kamala Khan is one of my favorite Marvel characters of all time. So I wasn't like super stoked, can't wait for it type thing. Uh, but there was definitely a curiosity to it, and I was looking forward to checking it out. Um, yeah, uh, Prefuru, you mentioned about how Kamala Khan is a pretty recent creation. Um, yeah, we were talking about that a little bit uh, before we started recording. Uh, but yeah, apparently this character, Kamala Khan, is the most recently created character to debut in the mcu ever her character is about nine years old preferio you're saying she's created in 2013 so she's nine years old and yeah that's the most recent <laughs> um so yeah with that uh context uh yeah it, it, it's kind of interesting to look at this show because it's such a recent creation that it should feel a lot different than characters like spider-man and iron man and captain america who have existed in the public consciousness for many decades right uh so that fact alone sort of made this show stand out right um that and the interesting like low viewership high critical praise aspect to it uh that that's kind of a unique part of the show too right I, i'm pretty sure uh that this is the case where miss marvel is the lowest viewership of all the marvel studios television shows to date at the same time being the most critically praised it has like a 98 percent rotten tomatoes rating <laughs> so pretty interesting you know all these things uh kind of set this show up to be a pretty unique experience right so i think we have a lot to talk about here so let's give the spoiler alert 
spoiler alert, we're going to go into uh, details on Miss Marvel. You have been warned. So let's start with uh, typically we what we usually start with. Uh, what did we like about this show? What was good? Uh, Perferio, any thoughts on uh, the highlights of Miss Marvel? Oh, yeah. Like right off the bat, I want to just give praise to um, the actress, Iman. That's her name, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah like she is just. I like her both like in Miss Marvel and outside as a person. She is just uh, like if she doesn't have any like social media, but like like her interviews with like meet the media and news outlets, like she is just a huge geek. Like she's been like known to give like these arguments like about like, Oh, like the MCU is not happening on like earth 616 or um, just like, she's just very like knowledgeable about not just the MCU, but like Marvel in general, like the comics. And so Obviously, like, there's just, like, this, like, kinship with her that I just adored. Like, you know, she wasn't just doing this, like, uh, role. Like, like she didn't know anything about the character going in. Like, she already was able to connect with Kamala Khan, you know, when the comic series first started. And so I feel like with that kind of background, she knew kind of like the weight that that meant when it came to creating this show and so i feel like she brought that like huge nerdy like awkward teen thing that we love from peter parker into this jersey girl like who's just like trying to fit in and like user powers for good and just you know like be a kid you know but she's at the same time having responsibility and having to be mature you know and so like i could say so much more but i want to give your guys the floor but i just gotta give praise to iman like she just i love her to death and i'm excited to see what else what else besides like the mcu she has to do yeah that's a really good point because we hear about it a lot how the geeks are taking over and you know we hear about filmmakers like joss whedon and jj abrams and how they grew up with fandom and now they get to control the fandom and that sort of thing um but iman Vellani really embodies it like she truly is one of us right mm -hmm. so like it's something for geeks to celebrate like one of us truly became a superhero right and uh, you know like you've been saying preferio like you hear interviews with her you could tell like she's just she is one of us and she she knows this stuff and she's living the dream and uh yeah you can't help but be really happy about that and really happy for her um, how about you, Christian? What did you enjoy about this show? Yeah, um, I guess uh, I I did also really enjoy Amon Vellani's performance as Miss Marvel. It, it does feel like she is the character in and out of 
the show, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she is like the perfect person to play a character that kind of like would have like wall to wall pictures of Captain Marvel. Um, but another thing I also really liked about the show, um, I think it's the way it's like uh, there's like this like editing and presentation with it that they do where you see all of it from her perspective and you just kind of see like little like drawings kind of show up in certain places on, on, on screen. Um, the way you see certain scenes edited together, there's like a, a fun little bit in episode one where she's kind of going through a plan of how she's going to sneak out of the house. And you see like how she would interpret it in her mind of how certain characters would, would play out certain moments. Um, and I, I think like there's a lot of that in the show and I think it's done well. And there's like a certain charm to, to it, to the presentation that, uh, I thought was, uh, you know, really cute in a way it, this movie, this, the show succeeds at being like very cute and very genuine. I, f- I feel like that was definitely kind of like a Gen Z kind of vibe thing. You know, like just like the visuals of like like you said, Christian, like uh, like text messages and like sending like emojis or gifs or whatever, um, and I just thought that was yeah, also really cute. Yeah, that's an interesting point about the Gen Z vibe, and that's when I hear something like that. Someone like me who's actually. Gen X, that's when I start feeling really old because (laughs) (laughs) like millennial stuff is starting to get like dated, right? And uh, now there's content that is like created by and for Gen Z. And uh, this show, I think, would fall in that category, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot of freshness, a lot of um, newness to the show that I think, yeah, is right up that alley is like a, a gen z show uh so i think we can get into that more uh, but maybe i'll talk a little bit about some stuff i liked um i really love this notion of how anyone can be a superhero right um you know the mcu wasn't always this way right phase one the idea was most superheroes looked like Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans, right? Um, but now we're starting to see that shift. You know, comics have have already been there, but I think uh, television and movies are just now starting to latch on to this, right? Um, and it's it's cool to see this like really happening. Uh, this idea that it doesn't matter what you look like, anyone can be a superhero. This. Uh, South Asian teenage girl from Jersey can be a superhero, right? I love that. And it it really is a lot of the heart and soul from the Spider-Man franchise, right? Spider-Man is 100% all about that, right? Anyone can be a hero. And um, so that fact alone, I think it's pretty cool. It's a cool theme in this show. Right. It's not the whole show, uh, but it's it's a pretty strong message in it. And uh, yeah, I 100 percent support that idea. Uh, yeah. So what else? What else is good? This was a, a six episode season. 
each episode was about 45 minutes. So a fair amount of content, you know, it's much more content than you would get in a solo movie. Right. So what else? What, what else was good? Yeah, going off what you said, Henry, about like um, the idea of like anybody could be a superhero. I just love the diversity that this show brings, you know, like we get this like, like we get, are shown like this like Indian, Pakistani family, you know, and we are introduced to these traditions that I'm not used to, like that I'm not familiar with, you know, like from like, you know, um, scenes of Bollywood, like at the wedding scene or mm-hmm. um, like praying at the mosque, mosque and like, there's just so like each episode just introduce like a new piece of that culture that I thought was very rich. I thought the writing was just really um, great. Like, you know, like some shows, like when you try to do like the whole like diversity thing, I feel like just feels really forced. Like we're just going to diversify and be woke and force feed you and be in your face about certain things just for the sake of diversity quote unquote but this this like project i just felt was just so like beautiful and like written really well and how it was presented i just felt like like it it was just really well done i thought like i learned a lot and especially that episode where um they talk about uh what's that event uh about india's past yeah, uh, uh, the, the partition ex- yeah yeah i didn't know anything about that and mm-hmm. i had to like actually like, google up like what happened and so just seeing all this stuff like the attention to detail i was just blown away cool yeah i learned a lot too there <laughs> there's a lot of education going on with this show for sure uh, Christian, how about you? Anything else you wanted to highlight here? Yeah, like I think going off that, um, like I think she had a nice little like set of like side characters. I, I enjoyed the family dynamic going on um, with uh, her mom and her dad, and how her mom has like been like overprotective, while her dad is you know somewhat similar, but he's a little more free spirited and a little more open. And, and her relationship with her parents. And then um, you get to see her uh, go to a mosque and how um, there's like a little side plot um, with Nakia um, about how she wants to be part of the leadership of the mosque and how Kamala kind of like lifts her up. And like you, you, you see a lot of different like character dynamics going on mm-hmm. through, through all of this. And how and and how like she kind of views her relationship with each of these characters, and how like that of course mixed with uh, her relationship with uh, her friend uh, her friends at school, as well. Bruno is the uh, the big one. Bruno and Cameron, and in, I don't know. I, just, I like I I really liked seeing like the Muslim culture presented in this way. It was very very colorful. And 
as you guys said, like educational and it, um and I think it it did feel like it brought something new, like, you know, cuz being uh like uh someone in high school getting superpowers like I think especially in the MCU you run into like feeling too much like Spider-Man, you know. That's that might be the big thing. How does this how do we make it different from Spider-Man? Mhm. Mm still have but still have you know your your high school tropes and you know your family dynamic going on so it was nice to see and like this is like one of the only times in a superhero show movie where you actually see a superhero interact with their parents their parents aren't dead <laughs> right in fact they're like characters that push the narrative and so, weirdly enough, that's very different in a superhero show and <laughs> movie. That is a good point. Yeah, her parents are alive, and they they were very much part of this show. Definitely. Uh, let's see another couple uh, tidbits. Uh, I thought the the final Miss Marvel costume was really cool. Um, I've had some issues with MCU costume designs uh recently but i thought this was great you know i thought the final miss marvel suit was really badass it was tricky you know they they kind of towed that line between staying faithful to the comics and having it look good in a live action show and having it be kind of in the vein of captain marvel but also keeping with the characters pakistani heritage um yeah i thought it was just like they, they kind of nailed it with the, the costume there. Really cool. And again, um, I learned stuff, you know, the show is an education for me. And, you know, that's, of course, that's a plus, you know, it's, it's cool. Like ultimately we're watching this stuff for entertainment. Uh, but if uh, we can get enlightened on different cultures and just learn anything, really, it, it's, it's a bonus. Uh, on the flip side, you know, I learned stuff <laughs> and, uh, ki kind of a, the, the devil's advocate to what I just said, you know, uh, first and foremost, these Marvel shows and movies, I, I go in looking for entertainment, right? Uh, so I wasn't looking to learn stuff and, um, there was quite a bit of, of uh education going on and and i would argue quite a bit of just a lot of stuff <laughs> so maybe we can start to shift gears a little bit towards maybe what we didn't like as much um and i'll pose this uh so i had mentioned this show is uh six episodes fairly short season each episode's 45 minutes so you know it's longer than uh, you're gonna get out of a solo movie but in the grand scheme of things, it's a short season, six episodes. And it felt like they crammed a lot of stuff into these six episodes. A lot of storyline, a lot of characters, a lot, a lot, a lot of pretty much everything, right? And um, that's where I had a lot of problems with the show. There was just too much. I, I My head was spinning at certain points. Like I couldn't keep track of some characters i couldn't keep track of some storylines how did you guys feel about all this you know i i thought this was going to be like this uh 
this high school story about, you know, this regular high school girl from Jersey who developed superpowers and like that would be the show. I had no idea what was what I was in for with all there. There were uh, flashbacks there. There uh, tons of. Uh, I mean, I. I, I'm, I, I'm having problems just listing them all. There's so much. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the details, but yeah, maybe just start with that. Like, how did you feel about the, just the tremendous amount of content that this show brought? Like, I can see where you're coming from, Henry, but I think that was actually one of the parts that I did enjoy about the show. Because, like, compared to something like, I know this is not Marvel, but like Obi-Wan Kenobi or Boba Fett, there were just some episodes where they just felt like filler episodes where stuff wasn't happening fast enough. And with these Miss Marvel episodes, like there was something going on all the time. And so I was entertained the whole time. And so watching like a 45, 50 minute episode didn't feel like 45 minutes. It felt like, I was like, oh, what? That's the end of the episode already? Because there was just so much content that, like, it was a lot to keep track of. But for me, I was able to be entertained. And, like, each episode felt like it had its unique own story to tell. Like, it didn't feel like there was, like, a filler episode at any time. And so, you know, like, there, like you said, Harry, there's like um, scenes of like flashbacks and backstory, and it is a lot to take in and um, follow. But at the same time, I think like it it was needed to tell the larger story um, that the show was trying to provide. You know, you had like scenes of like family dynamics with between Kamala and her parents or like um, going to India to know what the, um, where her powers are coming from or stuff like that. And I just thought like each episode brought its unique own um, spin. I don't know if that's the right word, but kind of very similar to like WandaVision. Each episode just kind of stood on its own, and that's what I enjoyed about it. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, how about you, Christian? What did you think about about oh, all yeah. that? That that is an interesting point. Like, I actually didn't think about it th- that way as like each episode essentially being vastly different from the the previous one. Because yeah, you have one episode that goes back in time. There's one episode that's all in Karachi. There's one episode, you know, all about the mosque, you know, um, but like, yeah, you know, like, I think personally for me, I think, well, I did really like the family dynamic and the school dynamic and like, uh, the like the little teen drama. I think like, I think the more they got into the superhero stuff, that's kind of where I personally fell off. I think that like the clandestine plot line. Uh, about people coming in from another dimension, which seems like a different dimension than what we've seen in Doctor Strange, or um, like uh, you know, uh, other places. Um, I think like um, 
I don't know. I think like I, I didn't really need to to learn about the bangle, in a in a sense. Like I think I would have been okay if it was just she finds it and then she goes on her way, and then we maybe save that for a different season. It does feel a bit like two seasons crammed into six episodes. You know, six, two to three movies. You know. Yeah, that is exactly how I felt. Did you have something you're going to add there, Christian? Did I cut you off? No, yeah, that's pretty much how I felt, you know. Cool. It's too many factions. <clears throat> yeah, I, I might go further. I, I felt like there was maybe like three seasons of content here. Like, so I, I t- kind of take it down here, but all these things happened in season one, Miss Marvel. Trouble fitting in at school, a schoolboy crush, a mysterious bangle, developing superpowers, AvengerCon. Eid Mumbarak, the uh, Muslim festival. There's focus on that. Uh, there's a family drama. There's uh, drama at the mosque. The brother's wedding. That was a big centerpiece of an episode. The partition of India. That was brought up several times. And there was like a whole episode dedicated to it, basically. The clandestines. The red daggers. A trip to Pakistan. Uh, a flashback. A huge flash, flashback sequence to, uh, to the past uh damage control was like an was a was like the i guess the main villain of the show there's a big showdown at the end like all these things happened and it really could have been like spread out i think over multiple seasons and um yeah i think what you mentioned christian i'm kind of with you that the stuff that worked best i thought was like the high school drama and the family drama um and not so much like the superhero stuff that's kind of where I sort of dropped out a bit too. Uh, so a little bit more, a little bit more on that. Um, I kind of didn't like how Kamala Khan reacted to gaining superpowers because here's where I'm coming from. Okay, so Kamala Khan is like a super fan of these superheroes in the Marvel universe, right? Just like the actor is, right? Iman Vellani. And just like we are, right? So there's a point of reference. When she gets superpowers, like it's like all of our dreams come true, right? This is something we know she, this is a a big moment for her, right? She's she's a fan of superheroes. So she herself gets superpowers. Like, and then in my, putting myself in her shoes, I'm like, this would be my dream come true also, right? especially in high school, right? Um, But what does she do? Like she finds out she has superpowers, but she kind of just sits on it for a while. And she goes about her life, like her day-to-day life as normal, right? And that that really bugged me because I I would think like if I was in her position, I would just drop everything. And what came to mind was uh, in Spider-Man 1, remember when Peter Parker first discovers he has superpowers. That's what he does. He drops everything. He's climbing walls. He's jumping through rooftops. He's testing out his webs, right? That's exactly what I would be doing. And I think most, most teenagers would be doing that sort of thing too. They wouldn't be like talking to their parents. They wouldn't be like talking to their friends. They would just dro- drop everything. Let me figure out the superpower thing. Uh, so th- I mean, for a character that I'm supposed to be like 100%, 100% relating to, I could not relate to that, right? I'm like, 
wait, what, what about the superpowers? Let's get back to that. Right. So that, that was a problem point. And then like, yeah, after that, not only was that kind of an issue for me, but then the storylines got like really uh, all over the place. Right. Uh, like we've been saying, there's just a lot of storyline, a lot of content. So that's my little rant there. <laughs> but um, uh, you brought up a good point, Perfurio. Like, whereas I'm like getting confused and feeling bogged down, this is almost sort of more interesting to you. So maybe there's like a generational component going on here where I feel like this is too much for me. Like, I'm getting confused. Uh, I'm getting bogged down, but maybe a different generation. We've been talking about Gen Z. Maybe Gen Z is of the short attention spans. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Uh, but th- there maybe is there's a little bit of that. You were going to say something uh, for you? Yeah, I was just say, Henry, your age is showing. <laughs> i don't want to hear that man but no i i i think there's a component to that i think there is this this show is not necessarily meant for a certain demographic um and hey you know maybe i'm just a little aged out there maybe you know like i okay like i understand where you're coming from i can agree and disagree on some parts like i agree that like um you know, like, there was a lot, you know, like, like, I think Christian brought it up earlier, but like, you know, this like graphics with like, um, like that was attended for like a Gen Z audience with like the emojis and everything. As much as I thought that was cute, it was felt like a lot also and kind of like, was, did, does this have to be in here? Is this necessary? You know, whereas like, you know, because I think that's it. It's, it, that's how it's presented in the comics, you know, because in the comics, you can kind of read at your own pace. But for a TV show, it's just like, it's a lot. And you have to just catch, keep up with it, you know, to find that rhythm. And so, like, I do think that the plot was sloppy. Like, it was so hard to identify, like, who the villains were. And um, just uh, trying to like figure out like this whole like backstory to like who sh- who Kamala is, her backstory and her family lineage inside this six episode um, series, while trying to do so much other stuff. But you know, like like you talked about spider-man like she's a kid she's kind of mature for her age i guess i don't know if that's a gen z thing but she was just like you know like oh shit like i have these powers let me like not do something stupid and like go to go figure this out with my friend bruno because now like you know they exist in a world where superpowers is like the norm quote unquote and I guess, like, you know, to not, like, fuck it up or anything. She was just, like, let me find a time and place to actually, like, test these powers before I, like, you know, like, have a chance to breathe and figure out, like, what the hell I got myself into. Yeah, I did kind of ponder those questions. 
like she she's she's a girl with a lot going on in her life, yeah. right? So I kind of thought, okay, maybe she's got to deal with stuff and just the superpower thing. She's she's got a lot going on. She just have to put it on the back burner for now. But man, it it just I couldn't get past that because <laughs> if she is a true geek who's been dreaming about this stuff, <laughs> I'm telling you, it just would make more sense if she just dropped everything uh-huh. and just tried some stuff out. You know, just find a parking lot, something. You know, uh, I just couldn't really get over over that part. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know what, uh, I was thinking, I, I didn't have so much problem about the uh, the stylistics of the show. I, I thought that was cool. You know, I thought the look of the show was really pretty spot on. You know, I was I was I was interested and and thinking about it, I kind of felt like I felt like the season should have been like episode one where it focused on like her high school life, her family life and not so much the superhero stuff. Right. Like if the whole season was her in high school dealing with her friends and her family, and then like the end of the season was her getting superpowers. And then like, it was a big thing about her making that decision. Right. Do I stay like the responsible daughter respectful to my parents or do i chase my dreams like that's a really compelling argument right and for that to be like maybe the the main conflict the main uh thing to overcome at the end of the season how cool would that have been right where um there's this family conflict but in the end she wants to chase her dreams but her family realizes like it's the best thing for her so everyone's on board something like that right um and just be free of all this like convoluted story. Like how cool could that have been? Right. Yeah. I was just kind of piecing together. Like what, what would have made the show work for me? I think that's it. Right. Focus more on just like high school, non-superpowered stuff and the family stuff, like family stuff was working for me too. Um, but in the end it was just too much. I felt like they tried to cram too much into this single season. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like they kind of did that with like Moon Knight a little, and you know that was one thing I didn't like about Moon Knight that there wasn't enough of that superpowers and um you know costumey thing. Like it was just way more about like figuring out, and that was just like a much like slower pace. But yeah. That's just my two cents. Like, what do you think, Christian? Hmm. Because, uh, like, one thing I've been thinking about, probably because this has been, like, a lot of people have been saying this about the show Kenobi, is that, um, do you guys, like, what would you guys think if this was instead, like, uh, a Disney Plus movie? If, because the, I looked at IMDb, and the, it's four and a half hours long. So what if you essentially take some of the beats from episode one and two and combine it with kind of the the finale at the school from episode six and kind of focus more on the family drama, maybe hint at the idea of um, the bangle being tied to the clandestine. Maybe that's just like 
a little like teaser you drop here and there, maybe in your post credit scene, kind of like, like what a they, sequel. yeah, like what they did with Shang Chi and the Seven Rings, um, where uh, you don't really know where the Seven Rings came from, you just know they're a magical item that the the father has. The um, Ten Rings. Yeah, the Ten Rings. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I was missing three of them, but um. You know, you just have the, uh, you know, her grandma might have the artifact, and you know, instead, and she gets it, and it's just more about her learning her powers, and then Cameron hints about it. Um, so, but he tries it; something goes wrong with him, and he kind of just, and then she has to protect him from damage control at the very end, or something. You know, you have the beats from the beginning, have the beats from the end, and that cuts out about say two and a half hours. Like, what would you what would you think about that? Because that's kind of the thing everyone's been saying about Kenobi, and something we probably have heard that and thought about it with some other Disney Plus series. So, what do you guys think about that being the case here with Miss Marvel? Christian, I hear your pitch. I'm 100 on board. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I would go fucking watch that movie. That sounds great, and it's exactly kind of what I described. It's encapsulating like the high school non-superpowered origin story part of it tying in the family drama and uh i I think that would make for a great movie Mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry i i can't (laughs) see this as a movie like (laughs) like there's i think like you guys said like there's just so much that was going on like i do understand where there's some scenes that could have been cut like the whole like genie um aspect and like the whole dimensional stuff just because i kind of felt like that was a little bit like filler shit but um i feel like there was just a lot going on that each episode like was not wasted and as a movie i don't see it working translating well um but that's just my take yeah that's solid i would say in a movie you would lose a lot of the cultural focus. Mm-hmm. Like you would probably have to cut out the Eid Mubarak scene. You would have to cut out the mosque stuff. And, you know, you could tell the people making the show really wanted to include stuff like that. I would say though, like you, you, you have a, a limited amount of time. Uh, maybe you hope you get uh some more episodes season two or whatever like and then you can do it then but i mean there are limitations you have to work within and i felt like they were just like oh we we, we ha- this is our one chance let's just like fill it all with this stuff and uh, yeah it, it didn't work so well for me yeah i agree with you uh, henry i think that's what maybe they were trying to do. Like they were like worried, like, oh, like, you know, Kamala Khan, like, you know, even like when the create when it was first created, like there's just so much controversy with like, you know, um conservative comic fans, like, oh, this is too woke for Marvel, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe they just kind of like the creators of the show just felt like there was just not gonna be maybe a lot of support for this show. And so they just wanted to cram as much stuff as they wanted in season one. I did think that. And I don't know if they're going to make a season two or not. Obviously, we're going to see Miss Marvel in a future Captain Marvel movie. But, um, 
you know, like just looking off like the numbers, like like it was the lowest debuted Disney Plus Marvel show, and um, like that, like I yeah, it's hard to tell like where the future for this show, but I think yeah, they just kind of want to like fit a lot of their eggs in one basket as much as they could. Yeah, I think there was an aspect of that where it was like, man, this might be your only shot. So we just got to chalk it full with all of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, you look at other MCU projects and things can work without having to cram everything in it. Right. I think about the Shang-Chi movie and they didn't feel this need to cram thousands of years of Chinese culture into that movie. They had a pretty focused kung fu story and you know had elements of asian american culture in it you know there's that scene where where sean takes his shoes off before entering the household just a real brief shot of shoes but it speaks so much right so so much uh can be said about that um so i don't think you got a deep dive into all this stuff right maybe you can have some more subtlety to it Uh, you don't have to cram it all in um, you know, it's a little bit apples to oranges because that's a movie and this is a show. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I feel like maybe a little bit of that approach might have been good where, um, you know, less is more in a way. Right. OK, so maybe we'll change gears a little bit. Uh, here's another aspect of the show I had a problem with. So we talk a lot about villains in the marvel cinematic universe right so first off can you identify the main villain of the show like who 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 you guys who who would you say is the main villain of the show any any uh, opinions there um maybe that lady from damage control um Mm i actually don't remember her name yeah i I wrote down it's sadie deaver from damage control yeah yeah I know she was in Orange is New Black. There you go. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like, I think, you know, like, we've said this so many times when we do reviews, like, a movie is only as good as its villain. And I think that's where, like, you know, the messiness that I agree with both of you guys comes in. Like, there was a lot of storyline, a lot of buildup, but there wasn't, like, any like um nothing felt like there was uh anything at risk like nothing to put it jeopardize or or anything like that like there was the genies but you know they were put in damage control and then there was actual damage control folks but they didn't even feel like a threat they just felt like kind of like cops who had their own agenda for certain, like, a few scenes. But, yeah, like, it was hard to identify the villains in this. Yeah, you could argue the clandestines were villains in the show, but certainly not the main villains, right? Uh, more like a secondary secondary tier villain group. Um, but, yeah, when it comes down to it, the villain of the show really is damage control i mean the final showdown uh in the show is miss marvel versus 
damage control. And kind of like what you've been alluding to, Perferio, there wasn't really much of a threat here. It was basically like Kamala Khan versus the police, right? And um, yeah, I never felt like uh, they were a dangerous villain. I never felt like the Sadie Deaver character was menacing in any any kind of way. Um, so yeah, I mean, in in the past uh, MCU shows and movies, uh, the strength of a show or movie show or movie can lie with the villains, right? Now. I, I don't want to be so rigid as to say like it has to have a great villain to be like a good show or movie. Um, and this is a different kind of show, right? It's not a show about a war, uh, this great battle, right? It's not even action oriented, right? Um, but that said, it, it's like it does pose a villain and the villain is very forgettable, right? Um, it's, it's we had trouble identifying <laughs> the main villain and um, yeah, it's not a menacing villain. It's a forgettable villain, right? You know, it, I can barely like think of any of the, 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 the dialogue scenes with damage control, like n- not memorable. So what else? What else? Any, any just random thoughts? We can kind of get off of the, the highs and lows of it. Just yeah. random you thoughts know, about this show. You know, for me, like, you know, I say a lot of praise to the the show, but one thing I think I talked to you, Christian, about it that I didn't like from the show is the way they portrayed Kamala Khan's powers. Mm. Like, you know, like you read the comics, she has powers like Mr. Fantastic or Elastigirl, where she could stretch her body parts and make them bigger or she could grow in size or make herself smaller. But in this show, like when they first showed the trailer, it was like, she was like emulating like light force to create like um, weapons from her body or use her body. Yeah. Like, and I just, when I first saw that trailer, I was like, I think I had the lowest expectations for this show. I was like, oh, here they go, and they're going to fuck up this show. Um, But, yeah, I really didn't like it. It took some getting used to, and then once I was like, I finally like, shifted gears and was just like, you know, this is the way they wrote it. Like, don't even try to fight it or be upset about it. Just accept it as the way it is. Um. I was able to enjoy it better, but in the beginning, that was a real like turn off for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I do think the visual effects in terms of like the power, the way the powers were shown off, the fight scenes, yeah, they all looked pretty weak. I think it was probably it was definitely one of the I guess like parts that I would tune out on. It is too bad that we didn't see the stretchy powers, although I could see, like, they probably did that as a way because it the budget for the video effects seemed pretty low, you know? Like, I imagine it would have looked a lot worse to see the arm stretch out with that... Giant fist. Uh, yeah, with the giant fist uh-huh. and, uh, you know, with that kind of budget. 
Um, the action scenes are pretty stiff. And I don't know, like, yeah, it, it didn't look very good, especially in the last episode um, where Kamran has the powers himself and they're they're both kind of fighting with the powers. Um, and I don't know, maybe if it was a movie and they had like a much, they had a bit larger budget and a tighter runtime, they could have done her, her powers from the comics. But yeah, I agree. I, I wasn't a big fan of the, uh, the powers of the bangle, you know? Mm-hmm. Now that said, we did get a little bit of a giant stretchy fist at that damage control showdown right mm-hmm. we got we got a little taste of the embiggening power from the comics right um but definitely agree um they strayed heavily from the source material right so we bring this up quite a bit on this podcast about how faithful are these shows and movies to the comics and this is a case where they they were not faithful <laughs> to the comics, right? Um, there are hints to it, you know, there are nods to it, but ultimately Kamala Khan's superpowers in this show are vastly different from the comics. Yeah, like you were saying, Perfurio, her comics superpowers are very much like Mr. Fantastic, whereas in this show they would be much more akin to Green Lantern, right? Talk about a totally different power set, right? Um, So there's that, uh, you know, like I've been saying, I'm not like a huge Kamala Khan comic super fan. So uh, I personally didn't have too much of an issue, but I know, you know, you've read a lot of solo Kamala Khan preferio and clearly you have some issues there. I'm sure a lot of people had issues, right? Just because a character was created not that long ago, it doesn't mean you can like completely mess with their power set, right? I'm sure there are tons of Kamala Khan fans who are like, what the hell happened here? Like they totally mess with these powers. And these aren't just like slight little things, you know, like um, Toby Maguire having organic web shooters. <laughs> like, that's pretty minor, right? This is like major changes in the power set. So, yeah, that's a big change. And speaking of that, uh, there was a reveal at the very end of the season. I definitely wanted to get your guys' opinion on. <laughs> so, okay. So, speaking of the source material, um, Kamala Khan has Mr. Fantastic like stretchy powers and they are originated from the Terrigen mist so she's an inhuman in the comics right so we were all wondering if that would be part of uh, the live action adaptation right so come to find that the powers are different it's more like Green Lantern's powers and there's this bangle which is a new thing. Um, so that was kind of weird. Like it seemed like her powers came from this bangle, but then, whoop, curveball, the bangle kind of brought the powers out, but it was actually within her the whole time, right? So wait, is she inhum- Is she an inhuman then? Mm-hmm. Well, we got our answer at the end, right? She's not an inhuman, but rather, spoiler alert, 
again. Apparently, she's a mutant. <laughs> yes, we even got the the animated series theme song again, right? So, I mean, talking about completely like throwing the comics material out the window. Uh, what do you guys feel about this reveal? Ooh, Christian, you go first. I want to hear your thoughts mm. before I go off. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's definitely like a bit of a a bit of a curveball at like the final at like the final moment. I guess Miss Marvel is the first mutant now. Um, it makes me think as far as like kind of what what they're gonna do with uh, mutants and like the future is maybe they will have some sort of Terrigen Mist type of thing that unlocks super superhuman powers within a select number of people like maybe uh gene this sort of gene has been laying dormant in um just people just people all around the globe and something's gonna happen um maybe some sort of shift by you know scarlet witch or something some sort of big reality shift or maybe in secret wars that resets that does some big uh planet-wide uh like shift such as like a big terrigen mist bomb kind of like um like in the comics that creates the inhumans although that instead this one unlocks the powers of mutants Mm. it doesn't have to be a terrigen mist bomb like it was in the comics it, it could be something, but like something similar, like a massive catastrophic, catastrophic quote unquote event. And that's 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 my thought of what they're going to do with it. Like, oh, the Bengal unlocked the powers for her. Maybe something unlocks it for everyone. So that's and that's how we get Wolverine, Cyclops and, you know, all, all your favorite X-Men, you know, mm-hmm. is something like that without having some sort of reality shift or reboot of the mcu you know Mm -hmm. that's my thought on it and and where it's going how it plays into miss marvel and how it changes the character the characters kind of been changed so much at that point i kind of just ran with it you know (laughs) whatever it was like oh you know okay this is a different take this is a you know different character she's not an inhuman and this is kind of how they're going to start building it up okay all right yeah let's i guess uh we'll (laughs) see where they take it next Cool. Uh, how about you, Preferio? What were your thoughts? Christian seems way cool, way more cool about it than I was. <laughs> <laughs> like as much as I love the show and everything, I thought that was pretty stupid. I was like, I was like, okay, you change her powers, and now you're gonna change her origin story about her, like she went from inhuman to somehow like you're a mutant now. Like, I don't know. It just felt like you know like if you're watching like spider-man it's like oh spider-man wasn't bitten by radioactive spider he was injected with spider like venom from like an alien that gave him granting these powers you know it's just like okay that's we'll, we'll just run with it i guess you know but um like i guess what they you know like i uh from one sense i could sense what they're trying to make like you know they're trying to 
introduce slowly the mutants into the MCU, but I just didn't think this was the right way to do it by introducing Kamala Khan as like the first um, an unofficial mutant, you know, in the MCU. And yeah, I was just there were a lot of things I let slide about the change up of changing from the origin story but that was just like one thing I was just like oh god like yeah because I mean like you know we've already been introduced to the uh, Inhumans in the MCU like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. there's even an Inhuman TV show which wasn't good maybe that's why but um, yeah like I it, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah it seemed really weird to me too like it was unnecessary and just kind of off-putting you know like it, it just it begs the question why why did they choose to do this now i mean it's so it's so off the wall it makes me wonder if it's like for real for real maybe it's like some sort of like red herring um because i guess they didn't outright say she's a mutant. It's just like Bruno is saying something about mutation and it just like the scene ends, right? Something like that. Um, So I guess there there might be some room for interpretation, I guess, but it sure as heck seems to imply that Kamala Khan is a mutant and thereby declaring that she is this world's first mutant right we were introduced to uh, professor x in multiverse of madness but that was like a different earth right it was a different universe uh so i essentially what this show is saying is that kamala khan is this earth's first mutant and that that's just weird to me <laughs> you know that's really odd um I I I just have to think they're just really teasing the heck out of this X-Men thing and they're just drumming up hype and I feel like when they actually do it for real it's going to be really awesome. You know, I, I feel like it's going to be how the MCU does a lot of things where there's going to be a lot of eyebrows raised and like disgruntled fans but then they're going to like fix it by having some really awesome reveal really awesome moment later on uh i could see that happening right Mm. maybe like a really awesome introduction of the x-men and everyone's going to be happy and they'll forget all this other nonsense right uh so hopefully that's where we're headed but i you know i'm with you guys it just seems really odd and and out of place that they would declare kamala khan as a mutant at this point so that's just it's just a weird one Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Uh, any other random thoughts on the show, Miss Marvel? Hmm. I guess uh, you know, continuing the mutant thing, like, because now that they've kind of like started to sow the seeds for mutants, like, how, like, how, how do you guys think they're gonna like introduce mutants, like, really introduce mutants and the X Men? Because, I... like, oh yeah, go ahead. No, I, was just, I think they're going to wait on the mutants until after Phase 6. 
Like, I feel like they're slowly, like, put little seeds here and there throughout Phase 5 and 6, but I feel like they're going to wait on the mutants after Secret Wars, after the whole multiverse thing. That's just a good point, yeah. Just because there's a lot going on already with the multiverse, you know, I think, like, somehow the multiverse is going to set up, like, like kind of like what you said, um, Christian, like, about, like, this, like, activation of like the mutant gene you know and i feel like maybe the multiverse is going to have some role in that activation and that's going to create like the lead way into the x-men being introduced in the mcu but um after phase six yeah that's a solid point we just got hit by some major MCU news from San Diego Comic-Con about phase five and phase six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And yeah, I'm with you, Perfrio. There just doesn't seem to be much room to tell X-Men stories uh, through phase six, right? I mean, they're really going full bore into this multiverse thing. And um, yeah, it seems like they're probably going to hold off on x-men stuff until after phase six and yeah maybe in the meantime we'll just get little nuggets like this in the meantime wait so kind of shifting gears what do you think about like the future of what's gonna happen with miss marvel you think there's gonna be a season two, like obviously we know she's gonna be in Captain Marvel, like or Captain Marvel two. Like, what do you think Kamala Khan's role is in the MCU on the larger scale? Because obviously, like you know, we see this scene at the end of I forgot which episode. Uh, like obviously the last episode, but I mean, like we see a scene where she actually switched places with. Um, Brie Larson, a.k.a. Carol Danvers, you know? Right. And so I feel like, yeah, like she has a larger role to play in the MCU, but what direction or what role do you guys see Kamala playing? Hmm. Well, we do know that, like you're saying, she will be in the Captain Marvel follow-up, The Marvels, um, beyond that, we don't know, right? Um, so we'll see. Yeah, these shows are interesting because there's a huge question mark about will there be second seasons? We know that Loki is getting a second season, but that's all we know, right? We haven't been told of a second season for any other show. So yeah, you can't bank on a season two, Miss Marvel. Um and, you know, we know she's going to be in the Marvels, but what she's going to be doing there, no idea. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Um, you know, I mentioned I, uh, I read some of the Champions comics, um, maybe looking like far, far down the line. Um, maybe that could be the future of Kamala Khan. Um, maybe like a Disney plus champions show, you know, a group of young superheroes, uh, possibly 
Miles Morales, Amadeus Cho, Kamala Khan, and others, right? Um, that seems like it's in the far future if it's happening at all. Um, but that's pretty much all I got. Uh, Kamala Khan is a big question mark in terms of like what's coming up to me. Yeah, I definitely could see um, or Young Avengers, you know, because they're setting the stage. Hawkeye with Kate Bishop, mm -hmm. America Chavez and Doctor Strange. We have Ironheart coming up. Um, so that that could be like I. I wouldn't, they they have kind of laid phase five out already, so uh, I'm not outside of uh, the Marvels. I'm not sure where else she might show up, except for maybe a cameo here and there. Um, but like, uh, I am interested to see where they take her character. You know, I I do like Amon Valani, and I do want to see more of her as Captain Mar or not Captain Marvel as Miss <laughs> Marvel. Um. And uh, I imagine she'll be like a big part of it. It seems like the way they kind of set up the movie at the end of the series was that she's going to be in space. And I imagine she's going to have to find a way to get back home while solving, you know, the superhero threat with Captain Marvel and possibly also Nick Fury, who's who's probably still in space uh, as far as far from home, you know, as we've seen at the end of that. Um, but I, I'd be interested to see her in teams and like in a team up, how she works with the team up against, uh, with, with other heroes who may be in a similar spot from her kind of similar, like Kate Bishop or maybe, um, against some other, like kind of the season pros like Captain mm -hmm. Marvel, uh, you know, maybe Thor and Hulk and so on and so forth in, um, Avengers Kang Dynasty. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, even though in the comics she's in the team known as the Champions, they could definitely pivot that and make her part of the Young Avengers, which they've already been building out for a while now, right? Mm -hmm. And also, um, you know, there was the announcement of this big event movie, Avengers Secret Wars, right? Which is shaping up to be like the next Avengers Endgame, essentially, right? I could totally see her joining up this huge team of superheroes in that movie, right? A la the finale battle of Endgame, right? Something like that. Yeah, I I see both of you guys's. I agree with both of you guys' thoughts. Like, you know, like they already changed up her origins with like her her uh, powers. Like, why not like put her into like a younger Avengers team not maybe not necessarily the champions but like you know like younger squad like you know like um Kate Bishop America uh Iron um Ironheart and Patriot you know yeah. um that I was reading I forgot who I, I don't know Henry or Christian wanted you to mention earlier but I was reading online that, you know, her um, bangle or her, yeah, like, it, it's supposed to, I was reading, like I said, it's just a rumor, but it was supposed to tie into, like, um, Shang-Chi, 
just because like you know like that post credit scene like Captain Marvel's like oh like I kind of know that energy where the ten rings are coming from and then like here like you know she switch with um scenes with Miss Marvel because of her messing with it and everything so I feel like there's just like this like cosmic mystic realm that Shang-Chi and Wong are gonna like um be uh in charge of kind of like forming their own like Avengers team and that Miss Marvel is gonna I feel like gonna be like a key role in fitting into that team yeah that's a good point there sure does seem to be a connection between Kamala's bangle and Shang-Chi's ten rings right they're both like ancient relics Captain Marvel she was in that Shang-Chi post-credit scene right I don't think Mm -hmm. that's a coincidence so yeah there's clearly some connective tissue going on there so I'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Just a rumor right now, but I, there seems to be quite a bit of validity to that right now. Called it right now. <laughs> right here, right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to our ratings. What would you rate this show on a scale of one to five? One being the worst, five being the best. Uh, who wants to go first here? Any volunteers? Hmm. I'll go first. Um, so uh, I guess my final rating, um, like, I am very mixed on this show. I think there's some parts that I really re- I liked uh, quite a bit, and but I think the parts that I didn't like, I th- like I fell off pretty hard with, um, and like I, I you know. Uh, I so I think I'm gonna give it a two out of five. I think that it 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 felt like it had a a lot of room, a lot of fat that it needed to cut back, and I think it needed to be better in some areas. But there were some things that I did really like, such as like the family drama, um, the drama around the mosque, and like kind of the low, the more low key things that they they really set up in the first two episodes. I was really in, but it kind of it lost me a bit in the middle, but. Uh, found its footing a little bit kind of in its final piece. But um, I do want to see more of this character and and see where she goes next. So two out of five for me. Right on. Uh, How about you, Perferio? Um, Yeah, I love this show. And I just enjoyed a lot about it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much because of the trailer. Like I said, like the trailer didn't excite me but going into it um i enjoyed the hell out of it i think this was just a big like sleeper for me this year and i just enjoyed the heck out of it i would give this a four out of five cool cool all right so uh yeah i'm kind of with christian here i'm gonna give it a two out of five also um and yeah man like i really don't want to trash this show um like i've been saying like i support what this show 
is trying to do, right? This notion of how anybody can be a hero. You know, I, I love that idea. And, you know, just because this show wasn't for me, um, I want to see more of this type stuff. I want to see stuff that's different. You know, this show is is not your typical MCU content. Bring more of that, you know? Um, just because a lot of this didn't work for me doesn't mean they shouldn't try to continue to push the envelope on stuff, right? Do different things. Uh, bring out different heroes to the forefront, like 100% on board with that. And the fact that you really enjoy the show, Preferio, like that is awesome. Um, I love to hear it. Like the more fans who are into it, the better, um, particularly people who maybe look a lot like Kamala Khan, right? Uh, South Asian teenage girls, if they're loving this shit, like they've done their job, you know, 100% awesome. Um, and I know for a fact that that that's happening, you know, pe people are embracing it. Mm -hmm. um, is it perfect? No, I've had, I have a lot of issues with it, but like, ultimately like, you know, there's a lot of positivity from this one. And um, yeah, you know, kind of like, but both of you guys are saying, I want to see more Kamala Khan. I want to see where where uh, uh, the MCU takes her. So uh, count me on board for seeing what is next. Okay, with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry, Perfirio, and Christian.